This is National Native News. I'm Jill Freitas from KMBA in Anchorage, Alaska, filling in for Antonia Gonzalez. Members of the Native American Journalists Association voted last week to change the organization's name to the Indigenous Journalists Association. The name change received more than 60% of votes. Members had various opinions on whether or not to change the name. Longtime member Roy Dick from Yakima Nation in Washington was against the name change. They're trying to make it international, and we're used to what we work for. Like myself, I'm a radio man, and you know everybody turns the radio on to hear what I have to say, and I tell them I'm part of Naja. And they ask me, what's Naja? And that's Native American journalist, and that includes radio, TV, and print. And to me, that, that, that identifies us as a, gr- a special group of people. Other members, like first-year member Darla Panes, an intern with Eagle Feather News outside of Saskatchewan, voted to change the name. Uh, it included more um, Indigenous people from, because there's Indigenous people from Canada, the U.S., you know, across the ocean. So I thought it made it seem more inclusive for other Indigenous people. That's why I voted to change the name not to step on anyone's heels <laughs> or toes. The vote took place as members from the U.S. and Canada were celebrating 40 years of the organization in Winnipeg last week. The University of Oregon and the Coquel Indian Tribe are partnering up on research to reduce carbon emissions. KLCC's Brian Bull reports. The UO has a five-year, $3 million grant to study ways to cut climate-changing carbon. It'll incorporate environmental findings, artificial intelligence, and indigenous knowledge to help address challenges to the environment. Jason Yonkers, chief of the Colquill Tribe, as well as UO Assistant Vice President and an advisor on government-to-government relations for the administration. He says it's important for traditional ecological knowledge to be included. Our whole world is warming up. That's affecting the water. It's affecting our salmon. It's affecting everything. And what can a small little tribe from the southern Oregon coast do to help be an example for other people? The National Science Foundation-funded study aims to involve more indigenous perspectives and offer a range of carbon-cutting actions that communities can choose to carry out. For National Native News, I'm Brian Bull. Advocates urged President Biden to rapidly phase out fossil fuels and stop endorsing false climate solutions like hydrogen and carbon capture and sequestration during a recent visit to New Mexico. Members of the New Mexico No False Solutions Coalition unfurled banners that said, quote, keep it in the ground and invest in renewables on I-25 southbound en route to the president's stop in Belen, New Mexico. Under President Biden, the Department of Energy is promoting hydrogen across the country. New Mexico, along with other states, is seeking federal funding to build out large-scale hydrogen projects. In June, NMNFS sent a letter to the Department of Energy urging it to reject New Mexico's application for federal hydrogen funding, highlighting climate, environmental justice, health, and safety concerns. NMNFS member Sofia Martinez warned that a hydrogen economy will lock in dirty fossil fuels in the state in a time when New Mexico needs to rapidly transition away from oil and gas and said, quote, first it was nuclear and now hydrogen is coming into New Mexico. We are tired of being the testing grounds and sacrifice zones for untested sources of energy, end quote. According to the group, climate fuel disasters have had massive human and financial costs. The group says last year alone, communities in the U.S. experienced 18 separate weather and climate disasters, causing almost $170 billion in damages and almost 500 direct or indirect fatalities. About 95% of hydrogen is produced using fossil fuels. I'm Jill Freitas.
National Native News is produced by Kiwanak Broadcast Corporation with funding by the Corporation for Public Broadcasting. Support by Sanofsky Chambers Law, championing tribal sovereignty and Native American rights since 1976, from opioids litigation to treaty rights to tribal self-governance, with offices in Washington, D.C., New Mexico, California, and Alaska. Sanofsky Chambers Law. Support by Vision Maker Media, envisioning a world changed and healed by understanding Native stories and the public conversations they generate. 45-plus years of Native stories and Indigenous knowledge through film and media can be found at visionmakermedia.org. Native Voice One, the Native American Radio Network.